0: Amos! I screamed. I need help! I was wrestling with a maniac. A ridiculously strong one, in fact. Damn, I hated ambushes. To say chaos ruled my life would be a gross understatement. A year before this, I was newly discharged from the army and trying to restore some semblance of order to my existence. The big adventure I foresaw? Starting community college in suburban Maryland but things changed. Hang on, Mike, I'm coming. Amos rushed my attacker, receiving a straight arm to the face for his effort. Sweet dropped like a sack of potatoes and melted into the ground. Yeah, Amos Sweet was a ghost, and the crazy man trying to kill me was one as well. Other than the blind holy man sitting in the car, I was the only living guy around. I'd gotten used to it, Funny how twelve months could change a person's perspective. Instead of enjoying a Maryland summer, I was in a graveyard near a small church in the middle of nowhere Alabama, in the midst of a downpour getting my butt whipped something fierce. The spirits of the dead had the ability to touch me. It brought a whole new meaning to the phrase, making contact with the other side. Good thing I could touch them back, or in this fellow's case, jam my thumb into his eye. He grunted, but wasn't bothered too much. Less than a year ago I discovered, the hard way, that I, David Michael Ross Jr., was a ferryman, descended from other ferrymen. For those interested in applying, don't. In short, the job blows chunks. The pay, which didn't come often, sucked. Work locations included cemeteries in the middle of the night in this particular instance, and other assorted places where I hope I don't get charged with trespassing. There was always the bonus of idiotic looks from people who don't believe in the supernatural. It doesn't get much better than that. Besides, most living folks can't see ghosts. That limited the pool of available applicants to lucky souls like me, who can also help spirits cross over. On the plus side, my great-great-illegitimate grandfather just so happened to be Edgar Allan Poe. Assuming I survived this conflict, I'd have to try that as a pickup line in college bars— I think it'd be a hit with the English majors. In addition to being a noted writer and a tortured soul, Edgar and his brother were probably the most powerful ferrymen ever to live in North America, and they waged a war with a ghost population on the East Coast. The spirits who, for lack of a better word, survived that battle refer to it as the Great Cleansing. Then again, it didn't end well for Edgar or William, either. Some ghosts were glad to see me, Others ignored me, and a few tried to put an end to my not-so-fantastic life. They were already dead and didn't have much else to lose. I, on the other hand, was very much alive and was trying to stay that way. The ghost currently trying to kill me had a vice-like grip. It relented just enough for me to deliver a hard strike with my elbow and dig the fingers of my left hand into his neck. Amos slammed into us and rolled the attacker off of me. My buddy wasn't much in a fight, but he soaked up the damage like no one's business. Having backup, even a lightweight of a Civil War soldier like Amos, had a certain appeal. It was more than I usually had to work with. The heroes in the movies or on the tube always tried that go-it-alone crap which definitely didn't fit into my plans. My life didn't resemble the movies or I'd be getting paid big money instead of the chump change I received every month for my medical discharge— So, no cool plasma packs or any of the other toys the guys in Ghostbusters used when they were battling the bodiless. Old-fashioned iron constituted the best weapon against a spook. My arsenal included a pipe wrench, a bottle of filings, and even a frying pan. I wasn't terribly picky, and in a scrap, I was open to anything. Hell, I didn't even know why this guy attacked me in the first place. This whole episode should have been another unpaid courtesy call for Pastor Duncan— He'd been nice enough to loan us his caddy for my little road trip to the southwest. All he asked in return was that I run a few errands along the way. In this case, it meant stopping by his sister's grave and making certain she had moved on or was otherwise resting in peace. Simple, right?